everyone remain calm. Welcome to the 47th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we are here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we have some great news, a top five segment with Matt Perotti, where we take a look at our top five villains from the franchise, and we'll wrap things up with another great cover of the Jurassic Park theme. So why don't we get right into it and start things off with a bit of Jurassic news from around the world. 18 minutes and your company catches up on 10 years of research. Access main program. Access main security. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Boy, we had been right all the time. But today, I guarantee it. At this point, I'm sure you've already seen it, but the awesome Chronicle Collectibles, The Lost World Stegosaurus Maquette, is available for pre-order through their website. The Maquette will run you $499 US, but don't fret, as they do have options to pay over 3, 6, and 10 months, as well as a full price option. Now this thing is a true beauty, and certainly one of the best that you'll find being released from the Jurassic Park series. Make sure to head over to ChronicleCollectibles.com to pre-order. I'll be sure to include a link to their website within the show notes. Jeff Goldblum has certainly been making the interview rounds, and I'm getting very excited for his full Independence Day circuit. Hopefully we get some good tidbits from him by the time that film is released, but he was recently interviewed by Fandango and was asked about his possible upcoming involvement in the series. He said, I'm nothing if I'm not open. I'm like an open-faced sandwich. My door is not always open. I took the door off. I removed the hinges from the door. I'm too open. I'm like a chicken piccata. What was I about to say? Oh, oh yes. The two Jurassic movies I did with them were plenty. If I never did anything more, I'd certainly be well satisfied. So, we didn't get too much there, but it's always fun to hear him talking about the series. Find the link to the Fandango article in our show notes. Jurassic World The Exhibition has been a huge hit for the Melbourne Museum. The exhibition has had the most successful opening at that museum, selling more than 100,000 tickets. Now, they do expect the state's economy to boost by $8 million due to the exhibition. Now, it's only been open for about one month, uh, so it has many more to go. So we'll see where it ends up. And I absolutely cannot wait for this to come stateside. Take a look at our show notes to find a link to the article. Oh, there it is. There it is. Five. Dinosaurs and men. Five million years of evolution. Four. You might be the fourth. Three. I'm going to contact the other three members of your team, and I'm going to stop them. Two. Not too mean. One. That is one big pilot. This week, I wanted to tackle another top five segment 
This time focusing on the top villains in the franchise. So I'm bringing back someone integral to the first several weeks of the podcast, and it was definitely my mistake for not getting them back here sooner. So let's welcome in Matt Prody to the podcast. It's been a while, man. How are you? Integral. Yeah. That's how I am. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Thanks, man. You know, yeah, when we were first starting up, it, you know, it we needed guests and we need people to come mm. on and, and help out, and uh, you were right there to, to join in. Yeah, no problem. I just liked the word. I was like, ooh, strong word choice. <laughs> Someone's got his thesaurus open. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I had to do a little bit of researching to get that word right <laughs> to make sure it was, you know, matched up with what I was talking about. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How you doing, man? Good, good. And you? Oh, awesome. Yeah, I'm ready to talk about some uh, some villains here. It's, nice. it's kind of tough. You know, I, I want to preface this segment. Uh, a little bit by describing villain, because when you think about a villain, you you t- typically think about like you know a General Zod or a Loki or Darth Vader or somebody, you know, like a, basically a super villain of sorts. Uh, mm. But we obviously don't have those here in the Jurassic Park franchise. But I think we do have a collection of characters that you can kind of deem you know despicable, slimy, uh, well motivated in in terms of some some of them, uh, or possibly just plain evil. Uh, yeah. So, what's what's your take on the term villain in this series? Uh, villain, well, in 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 my line of work, uh, a lot of people have been uh, uh, talking about the phrase uh, "hero of their own story." Hmm. So oh, that's yeah. why you got to see a villain like uh, he's he's doing his own thing for his own reasons and what he thinks is right on on his side of the fence. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like two neighbors, and there's a tree hanging over the the uh the fence and one neighbor's like uh cut the branch down because it's over my rutabagas and the other guy's like no i love this tree it's beautiful so <laughs> yeah like, it's a perfect example yeah like loki is loki is a great villain from the avengers movie mm-hmm. like because you can almost see like exactly what he means yeah like humans are crazy yeah yeah it makes sense <laughs> yeah. to that person you know yeah. and it, it makes sense to every villain yep. and you know <clears throat> It depends on, I guess, which which, which uh, way you're coming at it from. Uh, you know, I think recently, uh, do you watch Walking Dead? I do. Yeah. So, it, it, it uh, it, you know, we just got a, a giant villain here. I won't give anything away, but uh, you know, in terms of the story, if you if you watch it from one perspective, the team that you usually watch could be deemed the villains. But then, if you watch mm-hmm. it from another perspective, you know, the villain who is part of the series now could have been a good guy at some point depending yeah. on what side you're on so i think that's what it comes down to here and uh some of them are plain straightforward some of them maybe could be tossed up a little bit yeah. so why don't you uh, uh why don't you start it off here okay uh before we move off of another fun fact from that oh, sure. uh, walking dead uh episode yeah. i don't know did you play grand theft auto 5 at all i did yeah uh oh Trevor, yeah yeah I, I know where you're going with this yeah <laughs> Trevor, oh, literally, not not just like his voice. No, no, no. He, <laughs> that person who plays that character in that video game is in that show. And he looks exactly the same. I know, man. It freaks me out. Like, uh, it's so weird because he's he's very similar. You know, he's, he's definitely mm-hmm. like a, you know, a nasty dude in both of those series. And uh, it, it it's so weird to see his face actually a real face. Yeah. And and yeah. since we're talking about villains, and I said we were going to do it, Star Wars Rebels season finale, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> different yeah. different ways people look at all sorts of things. I know, and and especially with uh, Dave Filoni there, the you know the the creator yeah. of that series, he's all about looking at things from a certain perspective. You know, basically like Obi Wan said in in the original trilogy, there, um, 
you know, he just kind of lets you create your own idea as to what happened and who you're going to yeah. take sides with. Yeah. Yeah. And but, uh, uh, Darth Vader, though, I mean, he's a clear <laughs> he's a clear villain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying there was six points of view in that episode uh, yeah. alone and they all were thinking they were right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so, if you take a look at uh, Darth Maul there, yep. you know, he could have gone both ways. So it's yep. it's a tough call. Yep. I think in it's fact, real tough for this. Um, actually, before we get into it, sure. Uh, I just want to do – do you have any honorable mentions mentions or anything like that? Or I, I actually don't. Okay. Not, not, not before I read my list at least. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to them later. Uh, you, can, yep. you can start off here at number five. Okay, my number five is uh, the newest, one of the newest quote villains. That would be Hoskins. Okay, yeah. Because you know what? I really kind of like what he's trying to do. I just don't like how he went about it. <laughs> but I know that he is the one of the quote unquote bad guys in that film. Mm-hmm. But but I did like I, I like the whole idea of of, of Raptors hunting down, you know, uh, enemies of America. I think that sounds awesome. <laughs> so it's just me. Yeah. Or or micro Indominus uh, Rexes hunting mm. down because that's that would be even better. But oh yeah. So so that he's my number five hostage. Yeah, I think that's a real good one. You know, because it's basically like you just said. You know, he he is. You know, he, he thinks he's right when it comes to everything. And you can tell that, like the, the cockiness he has when he comes into that scene mm-hmm. and just, just giving his monologue there. He knows he's right. He knows it's going to work out. Yep. And he, he gets what he wants in the end, essentially. Yeah, yeah. You he, know? he takes it. He yeah. tries to go about it the right way. And then eventually he just goes, you know what? We're just doing it. Yeah. 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 There's not, there's probably not a ton to choose from in that movie. So that was definitely a good choice. Uh, let's see. My number five is Dieter Stark from The Lost World. Now, Ooh, yeah, good. I, I, I love that character, even though yeah. he, he is, you know, there's no redeeming qualities to that guy. You no. know, you could look at some of the characters on these lists and say, all right, you know, maybe they just went astray or something like that. But this guy from the start was just nasty. He's basically drunk the entire movie. Uh, you know, the way he, he shocks the compi, it's uncalled for, you know, he didn't need yeah. to do that. You know, it's just, <clears throat> he's a sleazy dude and, uh, you know, it's, I'm kind of glad he got blamed for the outbreak there, uh, by Roland. So that, mm-hmm. that was good. But, you know, obviously he got, com- he got it coming to him in the end. Uh, yeah, he's definitely a slime ball and actually he is one of the, the best toys in my opinion. <laughs> Yes, from from yeah, that yeah, yeah. series, it's such yes. an awesome character design. I love it, even though it looks nothing like him. It no, is, uh, no, it's one it, of my I think favorites. It was just a, I think it was just a recolored Muldoon. Yeah, he essentially just looked like that. He was just like yeah. a military looking dude, you know. And, yeah, and, yeah, it was just Muldoon yeah. in green. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I, f- I forgot that we talk about toys. I God, next time I'm on, I should just raid my parents' attic and just have it next to me and just oh rummage God. through the rummage through the tote. As That's an absolutely great idea. Just <laughs> nope, nope, like. No looking ahead of time. You just nope, open just it up. Open the tote. Like I'll hear you hear the crack of the tote. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. The pressure no releases. <laughs> yeah, this thing is still here. I love that. We got to do that. <laughs> so, what's your number four? Uh, my number four would be Peter Ludlow. Ah, oh, nice. Okay. The, uh, the nephew of um, of Hammond, mm-hmm. who took over in Gen. Really sleazeball like. And then just wanted to uh, uh, pillage the the lost world of all of its treasures, just you know, just just because, just mm-hmm. because they were his now, yeah. And that's what he was going to do. And he put together this team of 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 people who are good at their job, 
You know, they were getting paid to do a job. They weren't necessarily bad. He was bad. You know, and Roland said it all the time. I've been on too many safaris with rich dentists. <laughs> Basically what he was. Exactly. And think about it. The last scene he was in where he went and tried to grab the baby Rex. Come on, dude. You don't yeah. screw around with a puppy. <laughs> with with much bigger teeth. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely, a, you know, a terrible character. He's actually, he is on my list. So. Oh, cool. I'll, All right. I'll, I'll reveal more when we, when we get there. So <laughs> I, I had a tough time with him though. You know, like where to, to slide him in. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a tough one. I, I could have gone a few ways, but I'll, yeah. I'll tell you more about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we? Number four. You're number four. Uh, I'm going to, this might be a little shocking, but I'm going to go with number four as Nedry. Um, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, early in the list still, mm-hmm. but I kind of, I think he's more of like a pawn in that sense, you know? Um, but when it comes to it, anybody that puts shaving cream on somebody else's pie is just absolutely despicable to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, <laughs> and, and you know what? They, they, they go into it. They say, you know, uh, you know, that, you know. Your financial problems. Yeah. What, what's his financial problems? Is it student loans? If it's student loans, maybe we all feel for him a little bit. Yeah. But if he's gambling it away or buying, you know, hookers, then <laughs> maybe we don't feel bad for him anymore. Yeah. Well, it might be all spent on the vending machine, you know, with his right, you know, right, whatever. right. But Hammond said, you know, that you are your financial problems. So. Yeah. Yeah, but he goes about it, you know, the completely wrong way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. And you know, he's just a weasel. He tricks everybody. In, in you know in the uh, the, the uh, control center there and uh, you know and he makes sure that uh, whatever he did can't be reversed in a sense you know yep. they have to go to extreme efforts to salvage what he did and from the inside he single-handedly took down Jurassic Park yep, yep. Also, not to mention yeah. he, he just didn't even test anything he just like <laughs> flew by the seat of his pants yeah he just went for it he's like yeah. I'm gonna press like, this button here hopefully it works uh, on a horrible day I mean come on man <laughs> yeah uh, you know that's that's another thing bad planning it, it just bad yeah real bad timing you know I don't know if like he didn't know the kids and, and the uh, guests were coming in that day or you know he just didn't care you know there was a mm-hmm. time frame and I, you know oh god that just that was terrible timing Mm-hmm. But I I can't blame him fully, so that's why maybe I, I yeah. left him a little bit lower on my list. Agreed. So he, yeah. uh, my number three is Deja Vu, Dennis Nedry. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> See, like I said, you know, I don't know what his problems were. Did he put them on himself? Is it you know imposed by something else? Maybe he's going through a rough divorce. Who knows? We yeah. didn't get into that. No. All we know is he had financial problems and he went about solving those issues in the wrong way. Yeah. Like, did you go knock over a bank because of student loans? No. <laughs> did I? Maybe, but I'm not telling you online. <laughs> That's a good point, you know? Yeah, we don't know it. Nedry could be a great guy for all we right. know. I mean, he tried to play fetch with a Dilophosaurus. That's yeah. a great time. But I will have to say, you know, everything he does, he does like with a little tinge of, of evilness in him. Yo, you know, oh, yeah, he, he doesn't just play fetch. He says, fetch, fetch stupid. Fetch, you know, fetch, like fetch, stick, get stupid. The stick, get the stick. You know, yeah. he, he's not nice about anything he does. No, putting, putting the no. shaving cream on somebody else's pie at that restaurant. God, what are you doing? He calls a Dilophosaurus stupid. His yeah. desk is a mess, obviously. Mm-hmm. He, uh, His workstation, you know, yeah. yeah. It's, it, you know, there's, he, there's yeah. all these factors that just make him. Yeah. You know, a villain of sorts. Mm-hmm. 
I want to know if he put please into the code if it had worked. <laughs> like, like, uh, if, yeah. like if uh, Mr. Arnold had gone access main security, please, <laughs> if it had just been like this, oh, voila. Or if it was never going to work no matter what. That's a really good question. You know, it would have been like, uh, 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 you didn't. You did say the magic word. All oh, right, you're excuse, in. Oh, Welcome in. <laughs> oh, sorry. Everything's back on. Didn't expect line. that. And I didn't even get my soda yet. Yep. <laughs> All right. So uh, number three, right? Um, yep, that was my three, yeah. My number three, I'm going to kind of, uh, you know, slide right in here with Dodgson. You know. Um, Ooh, wow. Yeah. Way to be a, way to be a guy with six lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the tough part because yeah. – he has nothing, and he doesn't necessarily yeah. act evil or villainous. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he just has all these motives behind what he's doing, and you know, it. We don't. I mean, I guess if you you have to assume if you're a book reader, you kind of know much more about where he's coming from and all this backstory. But yeah. um, in terms of the movie, like you said, he's got like six lines, and mm-hmm. he he kind of sets this whole thing in action. Yeah. So really, that's why I put him in here, and I had to put him a, a below or above. I don't know how you want to look at that, uh, Nedry, because he's the reason he, Nedry yeah. did it. He's, you know? he's he's Nedry's handler. Yeah. Exactly. What are you trying yeah. to be a secret agent? <laughs> nice hat. Yeah, he's trying to be as cautious as possible. You know, yeah. he's doing uh, everything the, the right way. Great, that's a great line. Absolutely. Dodson, we've got Dodson here. Nobody cares. <laughs> but that's the great part because it's so iconic. You know. Yeah, it is. You know, he may be in the movie for four minutes, yeah, but he's he's so iconic, and uh, I mean, most fans know exactly who he is, whether you've read the books or not. You know that role, and you know that scene, Um, and yeah, and like I said, he let Nedry put that shaving cream on somebody else's pie. That's not cool. I I I feel really bad for that person because they they're they're thinking they're getting like a nice plate with a whipped cream, you know, (laughs) topping. They dig in and oh god and oh the, oh, the, no. the menthol yeah. oh no there was no menthol because he <laughs> that's true that's true so maybe it okay, tasted so good just, I don't know no no come on you know <laughs> yeah I see the uh, yeah. Of you it's got a beard but you've had to have shaved uh, once in your mouth yeah. it's not good <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know th- I mean this guy was you know he intended to steal from Hammond and Ingen so he's number three on my list that's a good number three yeah um. My list uh, has two people on it that I I, I like but are also villainous. Mm -hmm. And this is the second one that I like uh, would be Dr. Wu. Ah, yes. Dr. Wu is awesome. Of course. He's awesome. He was in two movies. He was kicking ass in both movies. But in the second movie, we learned that Dr. Wu is not just a smart guy. Dr. Wu's got a bit of a complex. (laughs) It's called the God Complex. And Dr. Wu's got a bad <laughs> and as much as I appreciate what he did and I wish that there was someone like him in real life doing this stuff yeah you know he just he, the way he sounds in Jurassic World I'm like Ugh. like Jurassic Park no Wu's not a b- villain nothing he's there's nothing wrong with him and Wu in Jurassic <laughs> Park but through the creation of Jurassic World something snapped in him and he was like I can do anything yeah yeah so, there's there's definitely something wrong with him I think yeah, yeah, exactly. He he, yeah, I'll get to it. But yeah, he's there's. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there's much more to him than meets the eye. And oh he's, yeah, he's not a transformer. 
So, no, um, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> I think it was all that time he spent on SVU that really cracked him. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> Mershka Hargitay's fault. That's it. Yeah, yeah. After going through, you know, so many episodes, it's bound to, you know, hit you hard. Exactly. I have uh, to create something beautiful. <laughs> Dinosaurs! Yeah, he's just... And he's good at it. What is he? He's yeah. in the... Um, uh, what is it? Gotham now. He's playing uh, Hugo oh, Strange, right? So he's he's another uh, you know villainous character there. So yeah, he's got a type. Yeah, he plays yeah, a he definitely psychologist does. on SVU. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And recently he did like an interview where they compared Doctor Wu and Hugo Strange, and there's a lot of similarities there. And, and <laughs> basically, you could have assumed he was talking about both characters and. You know, in the way he was talking about either one of them, so it's it's interesting to see that how or how he kind of views the character as well. Gotcha. Yeah, where are we? Number two. Yep, you're number two. All right, so I'm gonna revisit one of your characters here. Um, I'm going with Ludlow. Ooh, um, so nice spot. yeah, I I kind of wanted to go a little bit higher. Honestly, I, I I poised him at number one for a little while, and then I you know I I couldn't I guess rightfully do it. Because um, I was thinking about it a lot. I'm like, I got to mm-hmm. kind of, you know, debate as to who's the number one here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but you covered a lot of this stuff. You know, he's he's definitely a slimy character from the from the moment we meet him. You know, you can tell, uh, you know, when Malcolm walks into the, I guess, the Hammond home there. Um, Lex and Tim hate this guy. I guess, is it their, their uh, uncle, I'm assuming, right? Um well- um, I don't know if he's their uncle, but he's Hammond's nephew. Yeah, yeah. I was trying so to. I think did they say? I, I don't know if he's like Malcolm said uncle or or said something or I don't know. But you know what? he might be. He might. Or be maybe there. he said uncle in terms of Hammond. So maybe yes, I just uh, yes, yeah. Yes, he said. Oh, uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was trying. To, I'm trying to figure out how they relate to him. They got to relate somehow. I would assume. But um, he's, either way, they're his daughter's kids. Yeah. So he could be, uh, yeah, I guess they'd be like, yeah, probably. Somehow they're related. Somehow. And if, if they know this guy well enough, you could tell they didn't like him, you know, right yep. from the start. They, they knew something bad was going down. And, uh, you know, he took over the company. And he didn't – one of the worst things is he just didn't learn from any of Hammond's mistakes. You know, like Hammond made so many mistakes. And he just – went and did it tenfold you know he did yeah, everything he just worse. thought he could do it better yeah yeah, yeah he didn't problem. care about anything yeah no and you said it before he just went and strip mined this this island here this sanctuary that, yeah that was doing fine on its oh, own yeah yeah i mean you know you could have uh done paragliding tours over it you know how well that works out I, that works out great it does it's perfect no, no problem heard, there i've heard absolutely no bad stories about that no, nothing nothing at all <laughs> I heard nothing in the news about that. No one wrote a book about it. No, 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 nothing at all. Uh, let's yeah, let's let's uh, forget about until, that for a second. until Billy comes back for Jurassic World two. I'm yo, I'm I'm serious. I'm hoping that happens. I would love for Billy to be the anti Owen. Yeah, <sighs> that would be so great. He he could be on this list, and we don't even know it. I mean, in the future, yeah, come, come two years. That would be that would be epic because you could see him having a bit of a downfall after yep. getting attacked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see it happening. Yeah. Um, but you know, back to Ludlow. I I just you know I think it's all his fault 
that the the wrecks in San Diego happened, even though he's not oh, the one yeah. who who pulled the trigger and, and got that thing to be knocked out there so they could take it. No, um, yeah, it but it's all his, his fault, you know. Yeah. And 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 Malcolm walks in and he he goes by that security guard there at the uh, at the dock there, and he's like, "Is this the Ludlow affair?" You know. So this is all mm-hmm. his thing. You know, this is yeah. his giant thing. The whole reason the thing crashed and, into the dock. Yeah. So and honestly, if uh, if um, Nick Van Owen wasn't there, that Rex wouldn't have survived. Uh yeah, yeah. You're, if you're... it wasn't for Nick switching out the shells, mm-hmm. he would never. That Rex would have died on on that island because yeah. Roland did fully intended on collecting his payment. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, you know, Hammond. Uh, not Hammond. Roland definitely. I feel like he was disappointed with that whole outcome there, and whether it was just the death of his friend, but uh, you know, yeah, he, he, yeah, Roland was upset. Yeah. So, and also, let's not forget to mention um, Ludlow really talks some trash about Malcolm and his, yes. edu- and his education mostly. Yeah, this, <laughs> this suit costs more than your education. Oh God, that line is that line is scathing. Oh, I know, and especially that- today. Yeah, really. Just imagine oh, God. today. <laughs> oh no! In the nineties, I yeah. mean, wow. But today, whew, and that's imagine a, that's a Dennis dumper. Dennis Nedry's trying to pay back his school loans, and <laughs> Ludlow's Dennis. making comedy bits about you know Ian's suit. Oh God! <sighs> it's Man. it's you're right. It's just it's the a, first instance of this character world in Jurassic Park. Oh God! Yeah, the first instance of this character, and you're just instantly looking at him like. You're terrible. You're just a terrible guy. You're just a bad person. <laughs> so he he was very close to my number one, but we're I think we're at number one here. We are at number one, and I hope my number one does uh, does make you feel a little crazy because that that's where I'm feeling with it. All right, my number one is capitalism or greed. Wow, that's my number one. That is the villain in <laughs> at. It's featured in at least every movie yeah, in some right. way, shape, or form. Capitalism is the reason that they make the Indominus Rex. Capitalism is the reason – I mean, think about if the lawyer survived that Rex attack. He would have been a, a, a prime player in in trying to keep that place open too. Absolutely. You know? And then you have the paragliders in, in Jurassic Park 3. Why are they doing it? To make money. Yeah dinosaurs oh i'm gonna make some money and then uh in the second one they wanted to strip mine it yep it's it's capitalism greed yeah that's i i did not expect you to go that direction that's 100 percent. that is the villain in every single yeah desk. i don't even know if i should read my number one because that that's just 100 <laughs> I mean, percent correct i want to i want to hear your well respect. yeah yeah but I, I you know i think and you even missed one more thing because even in jurassic park 3 uh you know None of this really would have happened. I guess they wouldn't have saved Eric, but Grant even was a bit of a capitalist at that moment. You know, he's like, yeah, I'm going to take he, as much money as I can from this paint he, tile guy. <laughs> but he was over a barrel. You saw him. Yeah. Grant, Grant's, a, Grant's a proud man. Yeah. And, and, you know, his business is, you know, academia. It is nothing today. No yeah. one cares about it anymore. No. So he was over a barrel, but yeah. He's, yeah, you yeah. got to take it whenever it comes in. Exactly. But, but you're, you're so right because – this is like the downfall and even uh, I keep saying this over and over like even though all that terrible stuff happened in the original movie capitalism still got to to Hammond at, as they're sitting there eating ice cream he's just still talking about how next time it could be flawless 
And yep, next time it would be flawless. It, you know, you could honestly, like I, I did struggle with this as well, putting Hammond on the list. So, mm. you know, it, he's not, he's not my number one. I honestly could have put him at number one, but I didn't you even include him. I didn't but include I him at all. But speech about the fleas just, yeah. Brings me back to, he's a person, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's too much against putting him on the list, but yeah. in that sense, he's the one who created this park. He's the one who started this whole thing. Yeah. And, and in that scene, like with the, with the ice cream and everything, and he's just like, he's blind to the fact that people are dying around him. And he's just thinking about next time. And then uh, this is just a big topic of debate. But with Simon Mizrani, like, did did Hammond want him to make this second park, or did he want him to just, you know, continue with the sanctuary? You know, that's true. You know, who knows? But yeah. Hammond could have been a villain because of capitalist or capitalism. Yeah. So, yep, very true. Yeah, it, that's man. I, I'm. I'm I mean, oh, that was a great choice. Thank you. That's that's what I that's what I say to people when they're like, oh, you know, it's just a blah blah blah. I'm like, no, it's about capitalism and yeah. how much of a devil it is. <laughs> that's what this yeah. movie's about, and especially Jurassic World, you know, because oh, especially Jurassic World and and Ryzen presents. Yeah, <laughs> that line, probably that... probably the most people died in in that movie in Jurassic World. Yep, and it's. 100% because of capitalism because they, they lay it out for you in plain English. Yep. People aren't coming to the park anymore. They're not being excited not by these things. Not even people aren't coming to the park anymore. Yeah. Numbers aren't as good as they True. used to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I'm sorry. You know, maybe <laughs> I didn't get that bonus this year. Yeah. I couldn't make my annual pilgrimage to Jurassic World. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, oh, God. It's it just... it created the entire downfall that's why the indominus was was created yep. more teeth scarier mm-hmm. um yep. in and, fact that probably played into dr wu's god complex to begin with yeah come on you can make something scarier do it yeah. do it come on i got this check for you come on oh yeah uh, i wouldn't I doubt do it. it i would not yeah. doubt that he's he's mm-hmm. definitely making some good money there oh definitely you <laughs> see his suits in that Jurassic World, he looked great. Yeah, he he was really sharp. Probably cost more than uh, <laughs> Malcolm's education. God, you imagine him like Malcolm getting that phrase said to him twice? Come on, guys! Like, <laughs> really? I think he'd punch someone. I he's not I... a, he's not a puncher, but I think he would. Oh, absolutely! He's like, I think I paid a decent price for my education. Yeah. I mean, how many books have I written now? Exactly. <sighs> but it really does lead into my number one with yeah. Doctor Wu. Um, okay, there know, he is. Yeah, he he is on my list, and um, I I've debated you know time and time again with people on the internet um, because a lot of people don't believe he is a villain or evil in that sense, and yeah. I think it's you know you could look at it two ways. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it's more so like my own head cannon. Like this is the way I like to see Doctor Wu. In yeah. a sense, and and you said before you don't really get to see a ton of him in the first movie, but what if we? What if there is more to his story in that sense? Yeah, you know, we know, you know, if you if you read the books and you know where Dodgson came from, Biosyn is trying to do the same thing. You know, they're trying to create dinosaurs as well. And what if what if this whole time, Doctor Wu is working for them or working for an outside company, and you gotta you gotta bear with me because you know you could just say oh he's just doing his job he's just you know creating these dinosaurs you know just like everybody asked him to but 
it's his job to get this stuff right. Mm-hmm. He is the one who who needs to make sure there's no flaws in their DNA or you know their gene sequencing. Right. And and then you get somebody like Grant who comes to the island and right away basically notices that you don't use this West African frog DNA, you know, in this in this sequence here. Right. Because you know it, it just kind of boggles my mind as to how somebody so smart and so intelligent as Doctor Wu could screw something up like that. And maybe he didn't screw it up. Maybe he did it on purpose. That's what I'm saying. I think I think there's more mm. to it. You know, we don't get that laid out. It's kind of, you just have to assume. So yeah. what if he did that on purpose? You know, he he inserted that gene because he knew it would create the downfall of the park, so that Biosyn or whatever other company could mm. could excel and and create their own mm-hmm. vision. So I, I don't believe in the biosyn thing that you're uh-huh. talking about. You know your head cannon that you said. Yeah, yeah. But I do like the idea that he was testing the the god complex waters. Yeah, like yeah, I'm putting skirts on all the dinosaurs, but <laughs> these frogs have been known to switch sex in same sex environments. Maybe, maybe they'll do it if in the dinosaurs. Yeah. Because, you know, in Jurassic World, he said, you know, they don't look like this. We know that. We I only make them this way because because this is what you, this is what people want to see. Yeah. So they even, that's how they took, you know, back the whole, like, science that we've had in the meantime that mm-hmm. says, like, oh, dinosaurs might not look this way anymore. <laughs> and he's, he's, he's acknowledging it and at the same time saying, well, this is what people want, so this is what I'm giving them. Exactly, Which yeah. is why... He made the Indominus Rex a monster because that's what people wanted. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, why is it white? It's kind of terrifying. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, that's that's part of the problem too. Is you can you can dig even further in, in into Jurassic yeah. World here because he knew all these traits. You know, mm-hmm. he knew most of them. It seems like, and then some people. I think um, as Ronnie comes in and, and you know states what exactly this thing can camouflage or whatever, and he's like, you know, oh, it, it can or it can avoid IR. Oh really? Like, I feel like he he didn't respond as in like, oh really? It can do that. I think he responded in like, oh really? It worked. You know, yeah, like no, exactly. Kind of in that sense, yep. you know. Yep. And so that's why I think there's more to his story. He's he's very cocky. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. You know, I don't think it's it's not a mistake. New York's a mean place. Got a lot of. <laughs> All those psych reports he had to go through. He probably lost it. Yeah, he's like, I- I've seen some bad stuff in my time. How yeah. can I How can I get this all into one creature? Every time I see Elliot and, and Mershka Hargitay, they come come walking down my beat. I know that I'm going to be in the crazy bin for another couple weeks. <laughs> so, you know, in closing for my number one, this wouldn't be possible without him. He's the one creating the monsters and you know, I think, I think there's more to his story, and I think yes. we're gonna find out sooner or later. Oh yeah, no, he's he's definitely got to come back, or at least be mentioned in the next one, because yeah. he got on the helicopter. Damn it! Oh yeah, his story and is not had, over, and he had a cooler with him. Yeah, yeah, he's which I hope he's has ready. baby Indominus Rexes in it, <laughs> like or, literally, or, literally or just Indomina, <laughs> Indominal, uh, Indominal Raptors. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure there's stuff that they were working on that, you know, they didn't tell us. Yep, like the Stegoceratops. Yep. You saw everything in the background there. And that obviously they were trying mm-hmm. to foreshadow something in that scene where, where you, you saw the glimpse on the computer. Because they didn't, yep. they didn't <clears throat> just carefully breeze by all these random lizards or reptiles. Yep. And these, you know, they didn't do that, you know, by mistake. 
Nope. So there's more to his story, and I, I, I'm bet I'll bet anything that it comes yeah. to fruition somewhere yeah. in, in uh, the sequel. I, maybe he learned in Jurassic Park that you can, you know, maybe he he knew the West African frog did what it did. He knew he was supposed to be making female dinosaurs, but he's just like, you know, maybe. Like, we don't know how genetics works really now, you know, like they do in Jurassic Park. So maybe he's like, I'm going to put this in here and see what happens. Like, mm-hmm. he knows the properties that it's supposed to exhibit. Yeah. But he doesn't know if they'll manifest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's I- that's the way I see it. Like, he's that's why he's in my number two is because he's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and he does some scary shit. Oh yeah. He's got some amazing lines in Jurassic World too, you know. Yeah. You know, the whole thing about the the cat and the you know, just oh god, we're so used to being the cat like oh god, mm-hmm. it's so good. So mm-hmm. good. He is so he's so great. Um let's see. I did actually reach out to everybody online to find out, you know, what you know, each individual person's villain was right um i did reach out via twitter and instagram let's see here uh i i see a few here that you're gonna like so this first one here is from claire bear grady she says dodgson um and he says we don't get to see a lot from him in the first movie but he does have this bad guy look and he has to be in the sequel so i'll see yeah although there is that idea that uh zara is his daughter Oh, is there? I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, I heard. I don't remember where I heard. It. I thought I might have heard it on your show, but oh. yeah, someone was saying that there might be a like a head cannon or 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 a thought about theory that Zara could that... be his daughter. Oh God, who was both, <laughs> uh, who was both an inform- informant in the company, and also wow. just like a an oopsie type thing. So this is working on all kinds of crazy levels now. Right? You know, yeah, it's no, just like go, blowing your mind. People go nuts. <laughs> Um, we have a few more for Dodgson. It's like uh, Sickle underscore Claw here. He said Dodgson setting in the, the chain of emotion, uh, chain of emotions, setting the chain of events in motion. <laughs> um, this one is uh, at Connor Temple ARC. He says the old ladies in the subway. So I'm, um, you know, I'm assuming he means the the subway ride for Malcolm in the beginning of the Lost World. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the I'm old trying, ladies. Did. Yeah, I'm trying to think of old ladies. I don't remember. Maybe they just gave him a glance, but uh, yeah, I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to yeah, look into that. The crazy uh, guy who was like, wow. <laughs> that guy he's might amazing. Be on the list. He's an honorable mention. He, he's got to be. Him and Dieter are my honorable mentions. <laughs> um, let's see. Another one for Dodgson. Diego Rodriguez said him. Um, let's see. Goldbloom for president says Greedy Ludlow. Great site B. Oh, he just talked giving compliments here great site b episode by the way um so yeah ludlow there's there's a good pick he he was high on my list again um another one crisscross media who i just had on the last episode he said ludlow as well um and this one i think is will be your favorite here this is from justin j peterson he says human greed and the hubris of mankind yes yeah there it is yeah absolutely there it is man after my own heart yeah yeah, I think he. I think he. Uh, maybe he. He saw what you wrote down there, because that's just a little <laughs> bit too close. Yeah. Um, good. Yeah. I'm really glad no one said dinosaurs. Any any dinosaurs. I was just about to bring that up because I, you know, I posed the question to you. You know, villains in the franchise, yeah. but I didn't really say just humans. Yeah. Well, so, there's no there's no other villains in the franchise. Yeah. They're just critters. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's why I, di- I didn't, you know, say it to you so I, I would let you choose on your own. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're not – they're just, you know, mm-hmm. caged animals that are, are expressing themselves, you know? And if they're nurtured, we can see what they can become. Yeah. This is their nature. Nurture them. And we get some awesome uh, bike buddies. <laughs> we do, yeah, you know really. What I mean? they, yeah, <clears throat> they won't turn on you. Maybe yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the nature versus nurture argument. So mm-hmm. that, that yeah. you know, like in Walking Dead, like Walking Dead isn't a show about zombies. No. It's a show about people. Mm-hmm. The zombies are just a fixture. Yeah. The same thing with Jurassic Park. Like Jurassic Park isn't a monster movie. It's a drama with mm-hmm. dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, you both hit it on the head. You know, it's all about the humans and uh, all their problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, the, the, speaking of the dinosaurs, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people say, you know, did Zara deserve her death or did Eddie deserve to die the way he oh, did? Oh no, that's, not that's, either of them. No, this, that's the thing. Is is I keep saying this over and over again as well that the dinosaurs literally do not care about you as a person. You know, this person here, that person there, whether you're a good guy, a bad guy, you know, they just look at you as either, you know, a means to an end, you know, food mm-hmm. or or something that's trying to harm them. So and it's all on us. Yeah. Uh, since you brought up Zara and Eddie Carr, I don't know if you've done this on an episode because uh, I will admit to you, Brad, I am behind. I apologize. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Um, have you done like a like a gruesome deaths episode yet? I that's so hilarious that you say that. So I guess uh, I guess I got my uh, my guest for that episode because <laughs> literally, like as I was preparing for this episode, I was like, you know what, I got to do an episode about the top, and I think I was I was wow. going to push it to ten because I'm sure we there's can a, probably come punch. to ten. So yeah. so we'll have to do that. We definitely got to set a date for that because oh, wow. okay, that would so be I'm going to keep my, I'm going to keep everything to myself then because yeah yeah you just said Zara and Eddie Carr and I'm going. I'm cringing in two different ways. <laughs> oh God, yeah, and especially if you're thinking about Eddie, you're definitely cringing oh, Eddie. in two different uh, ways. <laughs> oh. oh God, uh, I have another one here. This is from uh, Instagram, and uh, this says this is actually uh, whoa, it just disappeared. Here it is. Robert Muldoon underscore got says, "Hmm, gotta go with either Dieter or Wu. I've never really seen Nedry or Ludlow as truly bad, but as greedy and selfish." Fair. So yeah, I think that's a fair uh, reasoning there because that's that's exactly pretty much how he described it. You know that mm-hmm. they're, they're pretty much everybody. Or let's see, let me go back to my list here. Stark, I, Dieter Stark. I don't know. Is he out? He's probably out for money in this. You know, in this job. Nedry obviously for money. Dodgson probably for money. Ludlow for money. Wu, he could be for you know, just his ego, but. Mm-hmm. Maybe money. So I, I really think everybody on my list has got some sort of money involved in this. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, thank you for coming on. I uh, I really appreciate it. And I definitely want to get you back on some uh, some more episodes. So uh, Definitely, man. Yeah, we got we to gotta set that. And we, we at least know what we're talking about next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so where can everybody find you online? Uh, well, you can find me on uh, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook at Matt Parody, M A T T P A R O D Y. Um, I do improv with Friday Night Face Off in uh, on on Long Island in New York, um, out in Port Jeff. If anyone's local enough to want to come on Friday nights, usually. Uh, and I'm on the RPG Academy 
on Twitter. And uh, we do iTunes stuff like podcasts. And uh, nice. I play games with them. Yeah. It's basically the biggest places you'll find me. <laughs> That's a lot of places. So, uh, yeah. It's, it's enough places. <laughs> it's definitely enough. Yeah. Oh, well, you're, you're, you're spreading your wealth across the internet. So. Yeah, I'm trying. You know. <laughs> so maybe the wealth will come back to me eventually. Hopefully. Hopefully. And, but don't, don't you hide know on the internet. I'm waiting for checks to start being mailed to me. Yeah, but, but you got to not let capitalism get to you. That's no, the, no, that's no. The... I'm all about, you know, I shop on Etsy, you know? <laughs> that stuff should be expensive, Et- man. Right. It's expensive, <laughs> but it's made by people. That's true. That's very you true. Know? Small business. <laughs> Small business Saturday. <laughs> if only Hammond had thought that way. I mean, I mean he did. <laughs> he was all about $5 tickets. It was the lawyer who was like, oh, that's true. That's $1 true. million, $2 million tickets. You know, I mean, we could charge anything. Maybe we'll do a coupon day, John. <laughs> all right? <laughs> See, that's why John oh, can't be on my list because Hammond was like, nah. No. We're doing tokens. <laughs> print out on the internet and everyone's going to come to this place. Everybody can come here. <laughs> Just like Disney with their, uh, they're changing the prices so they even out uh, visitors throughout the year. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's uh, it's a it's a work in progress over there. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. They'll, they'll get there as long as they they really just don't introduce dinosaurs, you know. But that's not to say that the Pirates of the Caribbean don't come to life and eat all the tourists. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> they might. They might. Well, thank you for coming on, man. Hey, thanks for having me. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Explore the park like never before. Fly around Isla Nubla and visit park attractions. Get up close and personal with our dinosaurs. And experience Jurassic World the way it was meant to be experienced. Jurassic World 3D Project. Download it today for free. recently reached out to Thomas Oliver, a fantastic musician who uploaded a lap slide guitar cover of the Jurassic Park theme a few years back. Now he was kind enough to let us play it on the show, so check it out.
covering all these amazing musicians who covered the Jurassic Park theme. Uh, this one here was definitely one of the most relaxing and comforting versions of the theme. You know, I could certainly listen to this thing over and over again. Make sure to find a link within the show notes for his YouTube version, and also go follow him on Twitter, at ThomasOliverNZ. NZ. 
Thanks for listening to the 47th episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. Of course, I have to thank Matt Perotti for joining me here on the podcast. It was great to finally get him back on the show and take a look at all the best villains in the franchise. Now, make sure you go follow him on Twitter, at Matt Prody, P-A-R-O-D-Y, to stay up to date with everything he does. Also, a big thanks to Thomas Oliver for letting us use his guitar cover on the podcast. I love hearing fan renditions of the score, so if you want to hear more, reach out and let us know some great ones to include. Don't forget to find all of Thomas Oliver's links in our show notes. If you want to interact with us, we do most of our work over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jurassic Park Podcast. And our Instagram handle is at Jurassic Park Podcast. You can listen to us via iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podomatic, and YouTube, or really wherever else podcasts are found. So make sure to subscribe to automatically get new episodes every week. If you haven't already, please give us a five-star review in iTunes or a great review wherever you listen to the podcast. It will seriously help our rankings and make it easier for fans like you to find us. We're usually spotted commenting on the Jurassic Park subreddit as Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to check out our show notes for all the links you heard here today. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us with any news stories, MP3s, segment ideas, pictures, top tens or top fives, or comments to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. If you'd like to record something for the show, send it in to us and we'll feature it in an upcoming episode. If you don't have any way to record, you can give our voicemail a call and leave us a message, or you can even text us now. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening, and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.